What's going on, Bird Gang? I'm Colin Rudisill. This is the Philly Special Podcast. Obviously, we are not in the studio. We are in my parents' basement because I'm back home for the weekend, and we have a special guest. My brother, Ryan Rudisill, is joining us. Ryan, say hi to the people. Hi. How's it going? To what? the people. Oh. To... Which... Just say hi to the people. Hi, people. That's much better. <laughs> uh, Ryan is qualified to be on this podcast because he's... Um, He's seen the Eagles play before. Mm-hmm. He understands some football, but unfortunately, he's a Bears fan, um, <laughs> which is pretty unfortunate this year so far, wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, it's um, very unfortunate. Um, just about 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 as unfortunate as being an Eagles fan, I would say. I would say much more at this point, and we'll get all <laughs> we're getting into all of that. Um, so, pretty good week to be an Eagles fan, though. This week, uh, Eagles get a big win even though it's the Jets, but it's it's a big win when you come off a loss to the Giants. And I think one that kind of got a little unexpected, the line got a little bit closer if you're looking at the betting odds because Jalen Hurts was not playing in this one. Kind of surprising because all the reports said originally that he was going to be good to go. And then kind of out of nowhere, it seems that the injury just kind of was lagging and it was sticking around. And I think Sirianni kind of decided that this isn't a game you want to risk anything. They feel like they could do enough against the Jets with Garner Minshew. And boy, could they, because Garner Minshew absolutely balled. Wow. Yeah, that's another reason Ryan's here. He's a big Garner Minshew guy. What would you think of his performance? It was fun to watch. Uh, he's. I feel like Garner Minshew um, does so many things that, like, I like in a quarterback. Like, he's he's decently athletic. He has a decent arm. And he looks really cool. Like, he's got a cool-ass mustache. And, yeah, it was against the Jets, but I really, like, that game was on a TV, and we saw it on the red zone every once in a while, you know, because we were watching the Bears. Uh, But, you know, watching some of the the plays in that game, that that game looked like it was a lot of fun. You know, it looked like a fun game to watch. And it was largely because Gardner Minshew's the greatest quarterback of his generation. I'm going to go ahead and cut you off on that one right there. But uh, you're absolutely right. It was a fun game for people that aren't Eagles fans. If you're an Eagles fan in that first half, man, it's like a nightmare from what, from what we wanted to see. Because Eagles all year long, man, when they don't start fast, when they're not the first ones to be putting points on the board, they're playing from behind every single time. And a lot of the times, they don't come back. And this is happening against the Jets. I mean, you play a great game. You hold the uh, Giants to 13 points. And, you know, they've been great against the Saints. They were good against Carolina. They were good against Denver. And now you play the Jets and we give a, well, not 21 points because the kicker sucks, but 18 points, three touchdowns on their first three drives. And it's, I, the defense completely disappeared. And luckily, Garner Minshew was slinging that thing. I mean, the run game, it's so, it's almost like a fever dream as an Eagles fan because I've been preaching, as you guys know, Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. That's all I ever want to see him do because we've seen Jalen Hurts throw and unfortunately it hasn't been that great when it's a pass-first mindset. And I think that's, we talked about it last week, Sirianni was trying to get back into that mindset against New York. Like, yeah, let's you know try to get Jalen comfortable against a worse defense and have him pass and hold off on the run. And then they obviously reverted back to running the ball, which they should. And this one, it was pretty much pass till we can't you know and it worked out great with Garner Minshew he I think he completed like his first 14 balls something like that Mm -hmm. it was like I mean 160 some yards and two touchdowns in the first uh 
first half, yeah. I think. He ended the first half, I know, 14 and 15, because he missed, he had a, like an out route, and it was yeah. like, it was right on the corner, and he, the guy dropped it, and it was like, went right out of bounds, but he was 14 and 15, which is like the Gardner Minshew special. Yeah. His like career per- completion percentage is like 75. Like he just, he he throws the ball, and it's, it's he doesn't throw the ball, he doesn't get great uh, deep ball accuracy, but he's, I mean, he's accurate everywhere else. Yeah. I think um, looking at Garner Minshew, too, and we're going to progress into this naturally, I guess, right now. Um, the question now is we've got a bye week this week and then a couple of tough games coming up against Washington that are, I would say, must wins at this point. This is a good episode to look at the playoff picture, I'd say, because the Eagles are right on the cusp. Up until the Washington game, they were um, in the playoffs. And then Washington obviously won and moved into there. So right now, the Rams are in front of them, which makes sense, yeah. right? The Rams are probably going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then it's Washington and San Francisco. And uh, Washington, you know, looked really beatable early on. And they've lost, I think, four or five games in a row. And now they've won four or five games in a row. I don't know if you can see. My dog has also now made an appearance on the Philly special. Hello, Annie. She's a Bears fan. <laughs> You know, San Francisco, the problem for Philadelphia is they have a win over the Eagles earlier on in the year. So, but I think at the end of the day, if the Eagles beat Washington twice, it's probably not going to matter. I, I imagine one of those spots are going to be belonging to Philadelphia. But I mean, who else? I mean, are there, is there anybody else sneaky that could get in, you think, in the NFC? Um, I don't know. What's the Seahawks record? I, I mean, I, I think the Seahawks have the best quarterback out of any of the teams that we've named. Um, I, the Vikings just lost, right, last well, they, week? They just won, yeah, uh, oh, okay. Thursday. But, yeah, they lost to Detroit. Yeah. And the Eagles beat Detroit, so they have, mm-hmm. you know, the tiebreaker there. Um, I think, like, I don't know. There's really not a ton of teams that are lurking um, right there. New Orleans is is a decent team. Um, not, I mean, the Eagles have a tiebreaker over them, too, and Atlanta. And Atlanta. And Carolina. Uh, I don't think Carolina is going to. I think Carolina is in shambles. Um, but I think that it, the Eagles are in the mix when, as a as an outsider, um, someone who is watching just a you know not a very good team play um, every week. I and not has doesn't have to worry about the playoffs. Um, to me, if you're when you name teams like the New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons and the Washington Football Team and the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks. I, I kind of group those teams together in a, in a group of like, those are, guys, those are teams that I could see having the second um, wildcard spot. Uh, I think when you look at the quarterbacks, though, which is an important position, I like Jalen Hurts compared to some of those other quarterbacks. Um, you know who I like even more is Gardner Minshew. But... Um, I think that all of those teams have a pretty decent chance of, you know, getting one of those spots. So let's let's come back to the playoffs because now I think it's more important to talk about this Garner Minshew versus Jalen Hurts battle because this is what's raging all over Twitter, on Facebook. You know, Eagles fans are very like when they see something that works, they kind of just want to stick with that and ride it until it doesn't, and then they're ready for a change. And it, it's kind of unfortunate for Jalen Hurts in a way because he has looked really good and i put good kind of in a i don't even know what i'm trying to say good as in he's done the job he's needed to do to win the game because the run has been the centerpiece over the last few weeks up until last week but 
he hasn't hurt them. Tom Brady said it best in one of the Man in the Arena episodes. I think your job as the quarterback, because you touch the ball so much, is to not lose the game for your team. And Jalen Hurts has been doing that until the Giants game, where he directly hurt him, and he never really bounced back. And we talked about it last week. But it's unfortunate for him because that happened. He gets hurt, and now Minshew gets the Jets and plays lights out. So it's pretty clear why this controversy exists when you go from a bad game to seeing a good game. Uh, Nick Sirianni, I don't know if you've heard this because you don't follow the Eagles news, he's already named Hurts going to be the starter going yeah, forward. And, and it wasn't controversy. It wasn't like there's a battle or anything. Here's my view, and then I'll let you talk because I know you're a big Minshew guy. I like the decision to keep Hurts in a quarterback. I think when you make a decision to play, you're going to keep this guy over Wentz. You've kind of claimed him as your guy. Not to mention the Eagles are looking at three first round picks next year and you're going to want to see you want to give Jalen Hurts every benefit of the doubt that he's not the guy Mm -hmm. before you pick a quarterback right because if you have something there especially if they make the postseason and he plays well or bad you know if he's a reason they lose or win I think you're going to get your answer by benching him to Garner Minshew you're not really going to fully know because what if Garner starts playing bad I mean you're going to turn back to Hurts right Um, but on top of that I think Gardner playing as well as he did in that game against the Jets is a good thing for Jalen Hurts because it's going to feel that pressure. All of a sudden, that seat's not so cold. It's starting to heat up a little bit. And I think we didn't know what Garner Minshew was capable of in Philadelphia until we just saw it. And now he has something to his resume, to his credit, to say, well, maybe I am a starting quarterback. And the way he's been talking, I love the way he's been talking on social media and interviews and stuff. Like, he, he's not second place. He's here to be the starting quarterback. You know, he wants to be the starting quarterback in Philadelphia. That should be ammunition and fuel to the fire if you're Jalen Hurts because now your job is on the line. If he plays bad next week, the week after this against Washington, in a key game, this is a big game for Philadelphia. If he plays bad, I think it's reasonable to think maybe they'll go to Gardner Minshew the rest of the way because there's too much at stake. So hopefully this is going to light that fire and get him back on track to playing football he's supposed to play. What do you think? I think... um if I I agree that Jalen Hurts, it, first off, has already been named the starters, so it, there's not really a question. But I also think that that's the right decision because I agree that you have a guy that you picked in the second round, so you have to see what you have in him. And the, the that sort of terminology is the way I would say it is that you have to see you have to be sure that Jalen Hurts isn't the guy um, because I, I'm not sure that there's anybody in Philly who's really riding the train that Jalen Hurts is absolutely the guy. Um, now he definitely could be the guy at some point. Um, but I think right now you're leaning more towards, um, and as a bears fan, I'm actually very sympathetic to this, um, where the bears were with Mitch Trubisky last year, which was, we have one year to see if this guy is not the guy, um, where you just feel like you have to see. And what we saw with the bears, which is a little bit different because I think Nick Sirianni is not going to lose his job no matter what. Um, he's too young of a coach in terms of his job. Is this his first or second year? First year. So it, he's he's got probably two years at least. Um, and so I think that Nick Sirianni is probably in a situation where he, he doesn't have to make that decision that Matt Nagy made, that Matt Nagy felt like he really had to put Nick Foles into the game because if he didn't succeed this year, um, last year, uh, then – you know, there was a chance he was going to get fired, and he probably should have gotten fired. But um, he made that decision. Well, I guess the Bears made the playoffs, but uh, but you know, it's it was a it was a poor year, and he made that decision because 
he thought that Nick Foltz was going to give them a better chance right off the bat. Um, and I think that the Eagles are in a similar spot because if Gardner Minshew is going to give you the better chance to win. Now, is Gardner Minshew a more talented quarterback than Jalen Hurts? I, I think that Jalen Hurts can be a top seven quarterback in the league. Like, I feel like he has that sort of potential. Um, I don't think he's necessarily close to that yet, but I think that he definitely could be. Mm-hmm. Gardner Minshew, as much as I love him, I think that he's probably a top 15 quarterback, like, and right at 15, like, just middle of the pack, but a dude who can win football games with accuracy, with smart plays, with athleticism that he can make big plays, um, you know, on big moments. So third and five, you need a guy who can pick up on a rollout. I mean, Gardner Minshew can do it just like Jalen Hurts can. Not as fast, not as well, but he can do it. Um, I think Gardner Minshew is probably, he's going to get another chance, I think, in Philly. Um, And I say that as someone who is, again, not watching every Eagles game, um, but I, th- I think Gardner Minshew, based on the situation, will get another chance. Whether Jalen gets hurt or whether it's a you know it's just a decision, because Nick Sirianni, even though it's his first year, he, Eagles fans are fickle, man. Oh yeah, y'all are fickle. They always. Um, and so I, I think that there's definitely a chance that Gardner Minshew could end up playing again, and probably will end up playing again, getting another chance. Um, what I think all Eagles fans probably don't want is for it to ping pong, right? You don't want it to be. Hurts one week and then Minshew the other. So, um, best case scenario I would say for Eagles fans is that Jalen Hurts comes out, has 350 yards, five touchdowns. Um, <laughs> that would be that would be best case scenario. That would be unbelievable. I don't think that's going to happen yeah. though. Uh, I'm going to throw around your favorite word you like to use for or two for words I should mm-hmm. say for a quarterback, and that's arm talent. Yeah. And I think Garner Minshew's arm talent is better than Jalen Hurts really? at this point. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, the guy makes good decisions for the most part every time he throws downfield and this was a problem earlier on i discussed it in week one and we've seen it now through what 10 11 weeks of football 12 weeks 13 weeks are we 13 13 weeks right this week 13 or 14 yeah you lose count when you lose so many games (laughs) yeah um but yeah arm talent i i think hurts has it it's just not developed yet i think as you said there's a lot of potential he's got a high ceiling but he's got a pretty low floor too at this point and unfortunately one way or the other the eagles have seen the best and the worst there hasn't really been a trend either way so it's kind of tough to evaluate it which is again another reason why i think we need to get hurts back out there because this is as much an audition year and that's a big thing i've been saying this is an audition year for jalen hurts uh one thing that kind of sucked last week was the amount of passing yards gardner Minshew had there wasn't a lot of Devonte smith and he was upset two weeks ago because he didn't get the ball in the last drive when he seems like he's supposed to be the star player not really showing up in the stat books in this game uh I'm hoping this isn't a downward trend to where we're not going to see him as much. Uh, it was a lot of Dallas Goddard, which is good because he hasn't been getting involved much. But, the, you know, it's just something to think about. Hopefully when Hertz is back and he finds his favorite guy, we'll start to get that back going again. Um, anyway, let's move past this game and get back into the playoff race. Uh, the Eagles' remaining schedule, they're on a bye week this week, as I said. They're 6-7, and seven, Okay. Losing that game against New York kind of screwed them royally. Uh, But still, remaining is two games with Washington, uh, one in Philadelphia, one in Washington, a game with the Giants in Philadelphia, and a game with the Cowboys in Philadelphia. So when you look at, and I know we don't have the strength of schedules or, you know, the other schedules for the other teams in front of us, I mean, that's a pretty favorable situation, you would think, right? 
I mean, even though Washington has been playing better, you I would imagine at least if the Eagles are able to beat Washington twice and New York, win nine games, lose to Dallas even, be nine and seven, that's probably going to give them a ticket into the postseason, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I think that if you can win those games um, and you win the games you're supposed to win, you would absolutely end up in the playoffs. Um, I definitely think that the Washington games are the ones that are sort of sleeper games um, because Taylor Heineke's been playing well. Um, that's a guy who's going to be um, on the cusp of starting quarterback for the rest of his career. Just going to be one of those guys who ends up in spots and they're like, "Is should Heineke be starting now? Kind of Garner Minshew-esque. Yeah. And I, I, I feel similarly about Taylor Heineke as I do to Garner Minshew, although I think Garner Minshew is a better quarterback. Really, I do. I think that Washington would be an even better team with Gardner Minshew at quarterback. I think there's a lot of teams you could say that about. Um, like, if Gardner Minshew was playing quarterback for them, they would be a better team, i.e. the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Um, well, the Eagles, and I mean, I know it's a new brigade here with Sirianni, but they've always been pretty high about having a solid second-string quarterback, case in point, Nick Foles. Yeah. And uh, I think it's obviously a pretty valuable thing to have, and I'm, I haven't really seen a lot of teams adapt it that much. There's been a few. But, I mean, teams kind of struggle. I don't have to tell you to just have a one good quarterback, let alone two. But that is definitely a huge blessing that the Eagles have had over the last few years of, you know, if a guy goes down, you're not worried about who's going to go into the game. Well, and the Eagles won a Super Bowl off that. Yeah. Um, so, and the question that comes in, and it's now happened twice to the Eagles, um, and you and I have been kind of on different sides both times, um, of – it, the, the always the worst part about having two quarterbacks when you have two guys who can perform every game um it becomes who's the guy yeah. because whose team is it supposed to be usually there's always one guy who it's supposed to be right Carson Wentz it's supposed to be Carson Wentz's team but how do you deny that Nick Foles should he should have some conversation about could this be Nick Foles team same way that it's supposed to be Jalen Hurts team but how do you not have some sort of conversation where you're saying Carter Minshew could be the guy um, or at least the guy for the next year or yeah. two. And yeah, I just think that that's, you get into, it's great to have, but sometimes it's a, it, it can also be a blessing and a curse. Yeah. I feel like it could almost lead to a vicious circle of you think Wentz and then, Oh, well, what about Foles? And then, okay, well now we're not going to have either of them. We have Jalen hurts and now we have Gardner Minshew. Oh, what do we do now? Maybe they don't have either of them and they draft a new quarterback, pick up a veteran off free agency. And this is like, it just mm. keeps happening and happening and happening. You're right. It is. It comes with the territory of like, it's great to have two, especially in a season when somebody gets hurt, but it's going to provide that controversy if they're both good because generally and kind of traditionally speaking, only one quarterback gets to play at a time. Um, yeah, I think we're both in agreement that these Washington games are massive. Yeah. And I I think there's a chance still Philadelphia gets in even if they split, if they go one and one. Obviously beating Detroit or uh, Dallas would help a lot with that. I think there's a chance they can get in at what would it be? 8 and 9. 8 and 9. Yeah, but 9 and 8 or 10 and 7 is going to have to be I think the goal. Um it's going to be really really tough to get to 10 and 7 so they are they, they gotta be 6 and 7 right now yeah 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 um washington games definitely yeah. definitely the key to victory i think if you can win both washington games you have a very very good chance of making the playoffs um if you split them it gets a lot tougher you're you're really relying on other teams to play you know poor football mm-hmm. um and it's it's going to be tough to win those washington games for sure um and that's i think so who do they play this week by week and then next week Washington. 
See, that's I. If I was an Eagles fan, I would love to have maybe the Giants again or any game, even the Cowboys, where I get to see Jalen Hurts play again. Mm-hmm. And then I play Washington so I can make a real decision on who do I want to play against Washington because those are the games. Because um, I feel like you can you can feel, even though it's in Philadelphia, I, I think that Dallas has a good enough football team that you feel like that's going to be a real tough one to win. Um, it's it's not easy to win in Philadelphia. And it doesn't matter what team you are. Um, but I feel like you're you're betting against the Eagles on that game probably um and so I would I would love to if I was an Eagles fan to have um a game to see Jalen Hurts again but you know you have a full week off where Jalen Hurts gets to get healthy I don't see how they don't you know go with him anyway so it's uh and they've already said that they would but I I think that that would have been a nice thing to have would have been a game to just see is Jalen Hurts in a good spot to like is he folding under the pressure of having a quarterback competition or is he thriving in it? Um, or is he, you know, <laughs> remaining the same, which is what happened to Mr. Trubisky. So like, um, I, I think that that would have been a nice thing to have, but they don't have it. So they really got to roll the dice and hope that Jalen hurts. I think Jalen hurts against a good defense, like especially a defense that can get against quarterback, like, you know, Washington can, they got a lot of guys who can get to the quarterback. Um, it's nice to have a guy who can run, but you know, you also have a guy, have to have a guy who can make good decisions and, hurts a struggle with that at times yeah well i'll just get into my keys of how they're gonna have to win this game uh i don't know if there's gonna be a philly special next week or not so i'll just go ahead and say it now but uh, definitely with hurts coming back run the ball you gotta continue to run the ball on the offensive side i don't care how well the passing game worked out last week it's a different game plan this week if you're going with jalen hurts get back to what's been working and here's the thing because Washington's got a strong run defense, but so did New Orleans. All right. And they won 40 to seven in that game. So, and it was by running the football. So it doesn't make any sense not to at least start running the football until it doesn't work. I don't want Sirianni to get into that head of his and start deciding, yeah, we'll start throwing and mixing things up. Nope. Pound the ball as much as possible on the offensive side, get that rolling. I think on the defensive side of the ball, as it's been all year, man, they have to put pressure on Heineke. I think, the run with Gibson, he's getting better, it seems. It's that uh, shin injury or whatever he had is pretty much healing up. Um, it, it, stopping the run is definitely important, but they've done a pretty good job of stopping the run all year. It's the pass that gets out of control because when they let quarterbacks get into rhythms, it, anybody just goes crazy. I think uh, Daniel Jones completed like 12 in a row. Um, I think Carr got up to like 16 in a row. And when you let them into the, it's you can't get out. You can't get out. So... They need to put pressure on, and that's where the you know the front four and the whatever small blitz packages they run, which isn't that many, but they have to get to Heineke, I think, is the biggest key. He's still a young quarterback. This is a big game. I think putting the pressure on him is, uh, is going to be the biggest look. Get ahead early, mm. establish the run, get to Heineke. What yeah. do you think? Um, and I agree that that's definitely getting pressure on a quarterback who is, you know, middle of the pack to mediocre um you know and i i think heineke's a pretty good he he's an okay quarterback but um he's not anything special now what is concerning probably to eagles fans is that he's definitely a rhythm guy um when he starts getting in the rhythm we've seen him make big plays and come back in games and do all sorts of crazy stuff um and so you know if you let him complete six seven eight nine ten passes in a row i imagine you're going to be in for a rude awakening um same way that i mean even if you let Daniel Jones do that, you could be in a bad situation. But um, 
And if you let Derek Carr do that, you're definitely in a bad situation. There might not be a better rhythm quarterback in the NFL. They let Justin Herbert do the same thing too. It's, well, yeah, and, you know that's a. I mean, that's probably a top five quarterback. Um, but I, I think that if the Eagles, the Eagles probably need to. I've I've always looked at the way the Eagles play football, and I feel like scoring first. And just having the ability to just sort of like, well, we don't have to press as hard as we can all the time to make sure we can try to come back. Because it, I think Nick Sirianni is a pretty good coach. I And I, I thought that when they hired him, I thought that that was a pretty good hire. Um, and so I feel like they can play decent football from ahead. Um, and I agree that they got to run the football because they have some decent backs, um, you know, depth-wise. Uh, and I was always like, I hate that Boston Scott's running the ball so much because, you know, I play fantasy football um, and I have Miles Sanders. So um, let me see, you know, let me see him get the ball. But, you know, when you're, when you have a football team like Washington that has a bunch of really, really talented um, defensive linemen and linebackers, I think having that sort of depth makes it a lot easier um, to attack that, to basically get past it to do things, mix it up, do screens, angles, um, tosses, pitches, whatever it is. Uh, and you can, you, they're all different running backs. They can all do different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think having all of that, when you have, when you can mix it up against a team that's going to bring pressure and going to, you know, really get deep, um, I think it's, you, you got to make sure that you can do that. And the Eagles can. So I think that that's a, that's a big thing for them to have and a big thing for them to utilize. So I agree with you that the run game is important. Yeah. Yeah. I think lucky for the Eagles, you know, they have one of the best offensive lines uh, so far this year in that front five. And uh, I think it'll be a pretty good battle all night seeing Washington's front four versus the Eagles front five. Uh, Yeah. I think that's pretty much everything we need here. We're going to be gone next week. Probably won't see this, this mug. Maybe that's helpful for a lot of you, but Ryan, thank you for joining us. I know, you know, you've been wanting to come on here for years and, um, say say your piece since about season one um so the floor's yours for whatever you need to say to the people um the only thing i need to say uh is that the philadelphia eagles would have won at least one more super bowl with nick Foles at quarterback um doug peterson would still be in charge of the team um and i think we're talking about nick Foles as sort of a legendary quarterback in at least in at least philadelphia history and maybe, you know, pushing towards the Hall of Fame. Give me that. <laughs> He's already a legendary quarterback in Philadelphia history. He's got a statue out front. So. He deserves it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Heard it here first. That's the last time I'll probably hear from it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening or watching, as always. If you're on the Spotify, check out the YouTube. If you're on the YouTube, check out the Spotify. We're the Philly Special, either podcast or PC, everywhere on social media. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy the bye week. Enjoy the win that we just had. Keep talking about Garner Minshew, Jalen Hurts, whoever you want. But whatever it is, let's get it together because we got a big game against Washington. And we'll talk to you guys after that one.